Welcome. Thanks for joining us on our new podcast, Highlight Life. Highlight Life is a podcast exploring the intersection of cannabis and wellness. We're two best friends from Brooklyn on a quest for a better, less stressed life. Taking an honest, sometimes irreverent look at weed, CBD, and wellness. I'm Kirsten. When I was a little girl, I wanted to be three things when I grew up. An astronaut, an actor, and a marine biologist which got canned as soon as I realized that didn't equal swimming with dolphins. I did make it to space camp, and I went to an audition in high school, which was pretty much fame, and an acting conservatory, which means I love Renfair and all that geek shit. So obviously I ended up working in fashion. I actually met Sarah working for the designer Jill Stewart and worked as a stylist in corporate for pretty much every mall brand, from Gap to Victoria's Secret. Traveling the globe has played a major role in my life, I even lived in Malaysia for a hot minute. I have a dedicated yoga practice for the past 15 years, and I'm a certified Reiki practitioner. But the point is, I wanted to explore as far in and out as humanly possible. I also love music, food, dancing, swimming, pizza, dirty martinis, my bronco, sequins and vintage denim, all things fantasy and magic, ocean waves, organizing, adventures, an earthy candle, lemon gelato, and the smell after it rains. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a music-obsessed vegan who loves to work hard, play hard. I've been working in the crazy world of fashion here in NYC. I've worked as a stylist and for brands Rag & Bone, The Gap, and for many designers, including Jill Stewart, where over 10 years ago, I came to meet this lovely lady, Kirsten. We shared a love for music, men, dressing up, and going out to parties and shows. So, you know, we were fast friends, things we still enjoy to this day. I was an overweight teen in Virginia listening to metal and hardcore all day and just feeling shitty. Wanting to feel better led me to becoming vegetarian. After moving to New York to go to NYU for writing in the 90s, which is a different story, I started eating vegan. I first tried cannabis with a Rasta roommate I lived with in the East Village. And that was the beginning of my quest to learn more about and use natural plants and healing practices. I ended up attending the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and getting my holistic health coaching certification so I could counsel and guide others to feeling not shitty and to finding their own path to eating, living, and feeling better. That's why I'm here with my BF, creating this podcast so we can all learn and experiment together. Today, we are excited to have a call in the studio from Portland, Oregon with Zoe Sigmund. She's the program director of Project CBD and the science editor for Broccoli Magazine. Zoe builds out educational content that focuses on scientific information about cannabis for organizations like Pharma, Groundworks Industries, and the Oregon Health and Sciences University. Zoe has testified about CBD and cannabis regulation to the FDA. Hello. Hello, Zoe. Hi. Hi, Hi guys. How are you? Good. good. How are you doing today? Sorry, it's I'm early. Good. Oh, no, that's okay. Good I'm morning. good. Good. <laughs> A classic Portland morning. Right? Drizzly and gray. Oh, we have that here, it's too. Your, it's same. Yeah. 
Oh, are you guys? Where are you guys? I mean, I assume the East Coast. Yeah, we're in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. We're in oh, Williamsburg. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, God. Oh, I wish I was in Williamsburg right now. I, I, mm. I would Freaky Friday with you, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's do it. So, so my name's Kirsten. I haven't actually had Hi, a Kirsten. chance to meet you yet. So nice to meet Yay. you. Thank you for joining Yay. us. Yeah, of I'm course. Sarah. I'm so Hi, so Sarah. nice to meet you. We're really excited. Thank you so much for calling in today. Oh, yeah, of course. It's my pleasure. So we just have like a couple things we wanted to start off with. And what is CBD? So CBD stands for cannabidiol. Um, It is a compound that is found in the cannabis plant. Um, It is a cannabinoid. So cannabinoids are compounds that are unique to cannabis plants or very similar to compounds that are unique to cannabis plants. All of this terminology sort of evolved after the discovery of the compounds. Hence, there's not a like great easy definition got it um but for like simplicity's sake it's like compounds that are pretty unique to cannabis plants okay um and that's really the only thing that like binds them all together they are all they there are some similarities in terms of like their chemical structure but they interact with different points on your body so cannabidiol is the second most commonly found compound in cannabis plants in general and then hemp which is a legal distinction of uh, a cannabis plant that contains less than 0.3 percent thc it's the most common cannabinoid in hemp type cannabis plants um so it is obviously like having a bit of a zeitgeist moment right now yeah it's very popular it's found everywhere and there's yeah. a lot of therapeutic promise related to this compound got it mm-hmm. so so okay so can you go a little bit deeper into the difference between cbd and thc because this totally. right, is where i think the average person gets tripped up yeah. aka the reason why we're talking it, about my mom is she got tripped up, up on it the other yeah. day and yeah. had a panic yeah. attack that i was like doing all this oh, illegal no, stuff baby. and i was yeah. like calm yeah. down we're going to bring you the science yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So THC is the most common cannabinoid found in cannabis plants. Um, and it's also the compound that's responsible for making you feel high. Right. So THC, which is tetrahydrocannabinol, is different than CBD, cannabidiol. CBD won't make you feel high. Okay. And I'll get a little bit more into that in a second. Cool. Um, but THC is uh, sort of the the iconic compound that people associate with cannabis. Yeah, when totally. you smoke weed or take a tincture or eat a gummy and you feel like loose and wonderful and like <laughs> sparkly and sleepy or whatever, that all that, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, that's THC. And it can be like a complicated compound for a lot of people right you know for people who are of an older generation like it's associated with a couple of things either they were hippies and they're like yeah weed is great or they're really into like the the drug prohibition side of it where it's like wow that's a bad compound no i don't want that and it's it's scary it's scary to them it is scary to them and it has to do with the way that it's been portrayed legally in yeah, media totally. for such a long time yeah. and it's not a scary compound thc is a totally great compound and it's like it's really effective for many many different conditions and it's totally yeah. different pharmacologically than cbd cbd and thc have very different effects and they're effective for different things yeah right? I, I so feel like that's where the confusion comes for a lot of right. people mm, yeah totally i too. 
Totally. The scary is that reefer. The reefer. Do you remember those? Reefer pamphlets? Reefer madness. Yes, reefer madness. Reefer madness. You guys need to watch that if you haven't. It is hilarious. I actually (laughs) have seen that. It is hilarious. (laughs) It's wild. Uh, So, yeah, THC is like the reefer madness part, but it's it's not scary. Um, And this is like, you know, at the dispensary, all the time people would come in and they were like, they would say, I have all of these chronic illnesses and I want to feel better, but I don't want to feel high. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you think about any medication that you take for really any serious condition. Mm-hmm. And there are like side effects to all of them. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm going to, let's see, let's way use worse. one like, that we're familiar Percocets. with. Like, yeah, way worse. Perc- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Percocets or like even Adderall. If you have yeah. ADD, it's like there are, side effects mm-hmm, to yeah. those things you're not going to feel totally the same that's kind of the point yeah uh, and so you know thc can make you feel high but like therapeutically you're looking for a dosage that is low enough to give you relief from whatever symptoms you're like experiencing and also not make you feel like incapacitated as far as like being high so and that's possible it's just most people don't approach it like a taking a really teeny tiny amount and then building it up, they like take something and maybe it's too much and they have a bad experience and they're like, wow, that didn't work at all. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've all eaten too many edibles. It's It's been been lying on the floor. (laughs) It's been a little more recent for Kirsten than some of us. But yeah, Uh we'll talk about that in another episode. (laughs) That comes in. Yeah. We'll talk about that in another episode. So Zoe, so so yes, so, so it does really work. Then what what does it yeah. do to people? CBD specifically. C- yeah, oh, CBD. CBD. Yeah. Okay. So CBD works on a whole different set of targets in the body. So THC has like its set targets. If you've heard about the endocannabinoid system, which we referenced earlier, it is composed of well, that's controversial too. But at this point, classically understood as being composed of two receptors, CB1 and CB2. THC binds to both of those receptors, has effects throughout the body. Pretty mm-hmm. straightforward to understand, really. Okay. CBD is okay. much less straightforward. Yeah, um, it seems like that. CBD has, yeah, it is. it has over 65 targets in the body. Oh. Um, and so it's doing a bunch of stuff in your body mm-hmm. when you take it. So there's not like one thing that you can point to and be like, oh, CBD does this. Right. Which drives right. the medical community bonkers is this kind of like where it goes from it can help a seizure but also it can take away my coffee jitters yep okay exactly okay yeah that's yeah and it's just we don't um we're still learning a lot about how cbd works in the body which is why it's like there are we know of 65 plus targets within the body and it continues to grow and so there are a couple of interesting like targets Mm -hmm. that I like to talk about just because, like, it, it it can make a little bit of sense. Okay, great. Um, but in order to like frame it, we need to talk a little bit about like how compounds interact with receptors. Let's do it. Um, so your body is a pretty cool machine. Uh, there are all sorts of different systems in your body. There's the circulatory system, digestive system, on and on and on and on. Um, all of those systems are made up of cells <laughs> in various forms. Um, cells have these tiny little proteins on the surface and sometimes internally called receptors. And those are little binding sites for compounds. Those 
receptors will tell the cell sort of like to do the thing that it's meant to do or to not do the thing that it's meant to do or to kind of do it or whatever. Got it. Um, it, The receptor is the communication. It's why when we take medication, it has an effect. The the medication is binding to receptors in different parts of our body, depending on what we're taking. Um, And they can bind to receptors in all sorts of different ways. So if a compound binds to a receptor and it tells like that then tells the cell to go do the thing. Um, it's called an agonist. It means it activates it. Ooh, like it an antagonist also, almost. <laughs> well, so there's an agonist and antagonist. So those oh, are the two God. sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our hero so, and our it, villain? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, wow. Like the agonist okay. will tell the the cell to like go do the thing the antagonist will block anything else from binding to that receptor and stop it from doing the thing that it's meant to do now we're speaking my language and i understand yeah right luke skywalker darth vader love it okay nice yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there's also it's a spectrum right and so you could have like a full agonist something that tells the cell to like go do the thing to the maximum ability that you can Mm. and a full antagonist like vice or the sort of the opposite um and but you can also have something that sort of like partially activates it and that's what thc does with cb1 and cb2 it partially activates those receptors you get into trouble with synthetic cannabinoids that fully mm. activate cb1 and cb2 because they are fully activating right. the receptor Too much. Um, and not yes exactly okay so that's a little bit of framework um and that's really just to get into I'm going to talk about a bunch of receptors. It's going to be letters and numbers, and I'm going to try and contextualize it. I love that. So, thank you. Yeah. We were talking earlier about um, 5-HT2A, which is the psychedelic receptor. It's a serotonin receptor in our brain, and there's a bunch of different kinds of serotonin receptors in our brain. CBD binds to 5-HT1A, um, and it is like all serotonin receptors, like responsible for these feelings of happiness. Um, and so it could be one of the ways in which CBD can have anti-anxiety effects or like sort of mood benefiting effects. All right. Um, there's, (laughs) so getting into like a little bit more of like the anti-spasmodic side of things, Mm -hmm. it is, and we're going to throw in a new term here. It's a positive allosteric modulator at GABA-A. Say that so, three times fast. Right? So not only can compounds like activate or block receptors, they can change the shape of receptors. Ooh. And that's called allosteric modulation. It means that the compound binds sort of like to the side of the receptor, changes the shape of the, the pocket that other compounds can oh, fit wow. into, and makes those compounds bind more or less effectively. Hmm. And so a positive allosteric modulator changes the shape of the receptor and lets things that bind to it bind more effectively. Got it. Does that so have something we, to do with like wh- how, why taking CBD helps with like... Um, being too high? That and also when children have, what is it, the spasms? The seizures? Mm-hmm. Seizures. Yeah, seizures. Yeah. So GABA-A could be one of the reasons. So the, the receptor I was talking about in the brain, GABA-A could have to do with um, how... CBD is effective for epilepsy in okay. children and other spasmodic disorders. It's uh, a target of drugs that are used for restless leg syndrome and other spasmodic mm. disorders. It's also implicated in like pain relieving qualities and anti-anxiety qualities. The GABA system is um, a, a system we're still learning a lot about. Um, and in order to contextualize it, something something that upregulates GABA um, is 
alcohol. And so when you drink alcohol oh. before you feel tipsy and before you definitely before you're drunk, um, you feel kind of like loose and happy, Lucy a little bit more social. Yeah, nice. that's scaba. Okay, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. I've been putting that yes. in my wine, actually. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. So that's actually super interesting. It actually uh, is kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can. There's like, I'm so curious to learn more about the interaction between CBD and alcohol because yeah, yeah just like that's looking where we're at headed. like the. That is where right. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. It seems like CBD could make alcohol sort of like faster acting um, in some ways. And so I'm just, yeah, curious. We'll have those studies soon, I'm sure. Can I also ask you really quick, what yeah. are, um, I know about cabinoids, but what are ter- terapi- terpins? Terpenes. Terpenes. Yeah. Okay. We were debating that so, earlier. We were. I was yes. pronouncing it really bad. Terpenes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so there's a bunch of really cool chemistry found in cannabis. Um, it's not just cannabinoids, it's terpenes and flavonoids and all sorts of different stuff that are found in the little trichomes on the individual cannabis flowers. Um, terpenes are the aromatic compounds oh, okay. that give cannabis its smell. All right. And they are associated with the energetic effect of cannabis. There's this, uh, who uh ongoing debate in the science world and sort of like well understood in the consumer world that terpenes are responsible for like the differences in a cannabis variety that's like super energizing and super relaxing and this is backed up by some preliminary studies um out of the netherlands as well as uh some proprietary studies that haven't been released yet um and so it's like you terpenes are found in all most plants. Um, they're why lavender, for example, smells like lavender. It's dominant in a terpene called linalool, oh, oh. which is also That's... found in cannabis. Oh, okay, I've heard that. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. So pinene is found in pine, pine. and fir trees. Limonene is found in citrus oh. fruits. And they're all associated with different energetic effects. This is actually Dr. Ethan Brusso sort of like put forward this theory in a paper called Taming THC. Um, and he pulled in a bunch of studies about all of these terpenes um, from aromatherapy studies, basically. And so like cool. these studies would be like, I'm going to put a little bit of linalool in the air of a room. So that's the lavender compound and like mm-hmm. ask people how they feel. And, you know, people who were in a room with lavender linalool, felt calmer Calm, and yeah. so it's like you have these sort of sorts of things starting to come out about like okay we think that terpenes could be responsible for major differences between cannabis varieties as far as their effect even when they have similar thc and cbd levels wow so this so is why a- companies are really taking the time to talk about it on their products mm-hmm. oh, totally okay. yes although they've it's gone a little bit like too far. It maybe swung a little too far. Yeah. Too far. Because that's terpenes why are important. also like <laughs> totally. I mean, they're also like cleaning agents. Yeah, that's and what like, I thought, right? Like insecticides, yeah. like terpinoline and like limonene and pinene, all of those things, like pine salt, that's pine like terpinoline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so it's like it can like strip oils away from things. And so it's like you need to find a sweet spot. Like in cannabis, terpenes are found at pretty low levels, like, mm-hmm. you know, half a percent, maybe up to 3%. Um, 
by volume in like the most concentrated part of the flower. And, you know, when people start adding like 10, 15% terpenes to extracts, you're just kind of like, Ooh, what's that doing? Yeah. <laughs> like your body. Yeah. So this, hmm. this leads into my next question, which yeah. is about full spectrum versus isolate, because I totally. read somewhere you say something that I related to, which is the entourage effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that that links into the, to the terpenes, right? Totally. Yes. Yeah. It links into the terpenes. It links into the the whole chemistry found in the cannabis flower. So I'm going to like put a little disclaimer here. Like no one has regulated the term full spectrum or broad spectrum or anything. And oh. so these are all like colloquial understandings. And there are lots of different interpretations as to what, what those terms mean. So it really, when anyone uses those terms, it's worth asking what they mean by using that term. Um, because no one's regulating it. Thanks, FDA. Yeah. Um, So, but in general, um, a full-spectrum product is a product that comes as close as possible to representing the full chemistry found in the cannabis flower. So, you know, and this is as opposed to an isolate. An isolate is where you take one compound out of the cannabis flower and you take away everything else. So if you're interested in THC, you would take your cannabis biomass Mm -hmm. and take away everything except for the THC and try and get as close to like 99.9% pure THC as you possibly can get. Um, Strip out all of the lipids, the chlorophyll, terpenes, everything, and just get THC, CBD, whatever you're aiming for. Right. Um, Which is, you know, which is useful in some capacities. Sometimes you just want to know exactly how much THC or CBD you're going to put into a product, and that's great. Full spectrum products are products that include all of that stuff that is taken out when you're looking at an isolate. And the idea behind it is full spectrum products are, they tap into this like idea of the entourage effect, thinking that like all of the compounds together are more effective than any single one of them Mm. alone. And like, you can see that, you know, I was talking to one of my friends last night who was like, I'm never trying THC isolate again. It made me freak right out, but I can take full spectrum products and it's totally fine. Right. You know, it works as a team. Yeah. Yeah. It works as a team, team and player. they all modulates. Yeah. Oh, the, the ensemble effect as it <laughs> I, were. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, so I really wanted to also just talk to you really quick about what you talked to the FDA about. Yeah. So, um, interesting. so yeah, I think so too. When did oh you do God. when was that that you Um so I went and testified in front of the FDA in July or I'm sorry in May and then I submitted 300 pages of comments in July. Oh wow. Um Whoa. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> hey. Um so in May so let's back up. Um at the end of 2018 Congress legalized the growing of hemp. And this is huge news for lots of people because before that we were still very much in a gray area where hemp was kind of safe because of the Farm Bill of 2014, but only for research purposes, but some states interpreted it one way and some states another way. And so Congress was like, all right, y'all, as long as the cannabis contains less than 0.3% THC by weight, we'll define that later. Uh, it's legal to grow. Uh, and the USDA has been trying to define that. And I actually think they're doing a pretty good job. They're trying. Oh, good. Um, so that's, that's, that's encouraging. Good to know. 
and they're actually and it's worth keeping tabs on the USDA regulations because like while it's not perfect they really are looking for input so like if you are interested in what the like how the testing regulations are being developed and like what the regulations are for growing hemp like Go check out the USDA. I really think they're, okay. they would be interested okay. in people's input. We'll, we'll However, add the link. We'll add the link yeah. in uh, the oh, notes yay. below. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Congress, in legalizing the growing of hemp, was like, cool, cool, cool. You can grow hemp. We're going to leave like the question of legality and regulation of consumable products created from hemp up to the FDA. Oh, okay. And the FDA was like, uh, guys, <laughs> cannabis is still a Schedule One federally illegal thing, like period. Everything extracted from cannabis is illegal. And like, it doesn't matter what you call cannabis. It's still cannabis, therefore illegal. Um, but they realized that this is a massive market and it really is like a massive yeah. market. And so they were looking for input about how to regulate CBD and cannabis. Then they put out a public call. And they were like, hey, we're looking for the, their prompt was it was like the best homework assignment ever. They had a five page long prompt with very specific questions about CBD oh. and cannabis. Um, and so I started answering them. Nice. Um, and one of the things that came up as I was like doing the research was the FDA works in this really particular way. Um, there's basically two categories of products that the FDA regulates. They regulate drugs, which are like pharmaceutical drugs mm -hmm. and food, which is food and supplements. Um, and as I was like, you know, really digging into the nitty gritty of like what these categories meant, I was like, cannabis doesn't really fit it in either. Like we don't right. want cannabis to be regulated as a pharmaceutical because no, no. that's like a really... No like specific process and it's really expensive and you know we want this to be widely available to people but food and supplements are sort of like <laughs> i've gotten into trouble for that i feel like they're underregulated. really what it is is yeah, the regulations are under enforced and especially mm -hmm. in the supplement industry yeah regulations yeah, are under enforced and people get away with all sorts of stuff and it's not cool and mm -hmm. so i was like Hmm. What can we do? And so I came up with the idea of like a third category for traditional herbal medicinal products. And I based the proposal for that on like all of this information about how countries all over the world regulate herbal medicine. And oh, wow. uh, so I proposed that to the FDA and I put that in the comments and, you know, in true Zoe fashion, cited the shit out of everything <laughs> which you have to do uh, yeah. which you have to do um and so you know do i think they're going to do anything with it uh, i don't know but i have to hope that they look at it you gotta you know? put it out yeah. there yeah so that's what i presented to the fda and oh, it was so interesting rad. so cool yeah thank you awesome. i'm really proud of it um, and it's also like everyone else there was like either from a pharmaceutical company or like dead set on regulating cannabis as a supplement. Wow. And it's like, we know that the cannabis industry isn't doing a great job of regulating itself. No. Like look at all the CBD products that are, mean, that have been shown so to be mislabeled that have heavy metals, pesticides. We need some more regulation. Yeah. Cause it's giving the, the, FDA, good, the good stuff a bad name. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And how do you tell the good from the bad? Which exactly. is why we're here. Yeah. We're this really is, trying right. to figure that out. That's what we're trying yeah. to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's hard. It involves a lot of consumer effort. Yeah, and like confusing. most people are not interested in spending like two hours trying to figure out if their CBD product is worth taking. No, they just There's want not. the goods. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you so much. We do have one final question. Yes. We're so happy you came and talked to us. And this was a fun one. Yeah. We got a couple songs from Zoe. She did a little playlist for us. (laughs) And I just wanted to ask you what those songs meant to you and when do you listen to them? And also if there's a favorite product that you take. Yeah. I want to oh, know. I want to know what recommend. I want to know what that listen to your songs. <laughs> no, okay. Let's see. I'm like, I, I it's okay. So I let's start with LSD by Jamila Woods. Okay. So Jamila Woods is she went to? Well, actually, I don't know if she went to my high school, but she oh. um she was in the Chicago Children's Choir, which my brother dated someone in the Chicago Children's Choir, and so was pretty closely related to. And she was on Chance's album, the first one. Oh Chance yeah, the okay. rapper. Mm-hmm. And so LSD stands for Lakeshore Drive, nice. which is um, the the street that's along Lake Michigan in Chicago. And it's just like, oh, God, it's this song, really it always makes me. Oh, it's so pretty. Oh. She is. And it's just like so smooth. And her voice is like so nice. And it's so Chicago. Like, and I live on the West Coast now. And so it's nice to like be like, ah, oh, like oh, I wonderful. remember Lake Michigan. It's yeah. really pretty. I listen to it. It's really, she has a oh, great voice. Um, I have been like guiltily listening to pretty lights more. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, (laughs) And so finally moving is just like, you know, I, well, honestly, I didn't feel comfortable putting bass nectar on this. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty lights is my stand in for bass nectar. Um, And then, Matt Quinton recently Spotify like suggested that I listen to and it's just like okay thank you of... for putting that on there because love oh that love him love that song I never He's heard of so him good. Really yeah. good. I never I... heard of him either so cool I played it for my boyfriend he was like this is great I don't know yeah. who it's it. so nice yeah it's like if you took smooth jazz and took yeah. all like the good parts and added yeah. like a little bit more of a beat yeah exactly <sighs> it's like modern smooth jazz or something like yeah, that. I know. Yeah, which I never thought would be something I was into. Me either, but but you are. You oh. are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <am> I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Mowgli is like this artist based in Berlin who is this SoundCloud artist, heard. dude. Wild. <laughs> like for a second, like oh. my friend group was just like, "This is the most amazing artist," uh, and he has like you know 500 followers on SoundCloud. Uh, but oh, it's really well, good to work to. Right, it's yeah, nice yeah. Work music, that's good. You have a like it's, a, it's a like good driving. Blend. Yeah, you. I definitely yeah. felt like a shimmery, yeah. like get work done, relax, a little bit of a wind yeah. down. I love that vibe. Yeah, yeah. What? I know it's such a good. Well, I think all of us in the cannabis industry were so like, get <laughs> stuff done. It's nice to like relax, relax. sometimes. <laughs> What do yeah. you take to relax? Do you are you a CBD user? Or? Yeah, I am a CBD user. Yeah. Um, oh, something we didn't talk about. So one in five. There's this genetic polymorphism that makes some people really sensitive to THC, and one in five Caucasian people have this genetic polymorphism. It's just like That's a, a lot of people. Yeah, that is. It's a lot of people, and so like <laughs> I'm really sensitive to THC. I think like, I am dose. too. I think Kirsten is too. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> like I can feel one milligram of thc which is like mm. uh, 
it's annoying sometimes in the cannabis industry when someone's like, here's this 150 milligram edible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can eat like a nibble. I'm, I can lick it. Kirsten's yeah, right I there can with lick you. It. I can lick it. Totally. And I'm like, I'm yeah. great. Yeah, right. Totally. I want to eat it. <laughs> Let me just lick it. Yeah, totally. Where are the gummies? Can I, they're uh, all licked. Like, you're right, they're all licked. Kirsten, God, licking all the gummies so again. Gross. <laughs> and I'm just happy. Um, that's good and I'm for you. Happy. I think that's the limit. Right? I know. It's so, it's, well, you know, you got to know your limits. Yeah, everybody's different. <sighs> everybody's um, different. I use CBD tinctures. Yeah. And like, is there I, a brand? There are a few brands that I really like. I And a lot of it is like people give me stuff for free. Yeah, and that's so great. I, I know. I'm really lucky. <laughs> um, Let's see. I really have liked Kanapa, which is my friend that I was hanging out with last night, actually. Her company. Great. They do a full spectrum CBD tincture that's really nice. And she just gave me a water soluble one last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. stoked to try that. Um, but in general, like that has been something that I definitely can feel, but is super manageable. And mm-hmm. like it just, it's, and I know knowing her, I know it's like super clean. She's worked with the lab to make sure like it's, as consistent as possible and it's just it's great awesome um, nice tonic og has this like ashwagandha yeah i love ashwagandha yeah it is and it has maple syrup in it so it's like oh, nice. mm, dangerous what is that it's company so again uh tonic oh, we know tonic oh, tonic yeah. cbd yeah she has that nice yeah. okay we'll yeah it's out. so good i like nice. ashwagandha is so cool yeah, ashwagandha is the, is the best you introduced me i have that. definitely mm-hmm. taken ashwagandha and been like oh my god i feel high so yeah ashwagandha packs a punch it does it's really good for you but it's really good yeah, yeah. and it's good to make you relax when you're yeah. like i can't do anything because i'm so stressed out and then you're like mm, oh, everything's that's fine what i'm looking for in life one step at a time <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then uh, i love the guys at hudson hemp which i know oh, you're talking to them later we're, we're, yeah. to, we're having them on yeah are who are you talking they're, to are you talking to melanie for brand yeah mm-hmm. both they're both coming they're on both at, the, at the end of the month we're so excited oh they're so good they're the best so yeah yeah those are some of the things i take well thank you so much for being with us we really appreciate your time you are helping us clear up some of the basic questions we have that Mm -hmm. we know everybody that's listening has yep my mom has exactly yeah if you ever have any more questions just let me know thank you so much is there a place where we can follow you or should we send people to that yeah um so my instagram is at zoe underscore sigmund which if you yeah spelling show notes we'll put the link um, in the yeah. show notes. <laughs> and i'm putting together my website i was just Hi. like you know yes. my, <laughs> manically working on my website last night and so i'm uh you know it'll be uh zoe-sigmund.com awesome great. also in the thank show you. notes yeah. yay thank you really have a blessed it. rest of your day oh, have a great day Zoe. thank, thank you, you so much Christian. so good to meet you nice to meet Bye. you Join us on this journey. Let's explore, experiment, and learn together how cannabis with some good old self-care and mindfulness can help us feel good. So let's highlight life in a really positive way that just makes us all better humans. Check out our website, highlightlife.com. Follow us on our Instagram at highlightlife and click subscribe on our podcast to take this wild ride with us. Big thanks to Gary's Electric Studio in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, and to Rytan on Thrill Jockey Records for the music.